Geek Shock. Geek Shock. I'm telling you, I drank Bumfast, it did it to me. I thought it was Bumfast, because it makes yeah, you into a, a bum real fast. Completely different. Anyway, I, I already hate I missed my meeting. <laughs> I missed my meeting with my parole officer, and God. sure enough, I'm a robot in jail again. The Welcome, room. folks, it is Geek Shock number 88. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlog. I'm a robot in jail. <laughs> oh, no. Of course he is. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. And the famous Paul. Yeah. Woo! Hot him too. Where'd he come Wait, from? How, how full is this room? <laughs> yeah, you just heard the new and improved uh, robot in jail. Improved? Uh, <laughs> well, it certainly is new. A, a new. a new voice modulator. Very Great. nice. From fail to fail plus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think that's the next Sony peripheral. Wait, listen, 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 <laughs> listen, Paul. You can hear our, our our listening audience going away. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, who are they? Again? <laughs> They're not robot in jail. I so miss you, you listening care. audience. I miss you. Come back to me. What, Steve Biggs and Andy Taylor are walking away? <laughs> oh, oh, it's an ugly couch. Shout out. What up? <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Any anything you did geeky that we should be informed of in this world? I went to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Shout funniest thing Pittsburgh. from Geeky. But I went to the Carnegie Museum and looked at the dinosaurs. That's, that's cool. cool. That's, that's cool. geeky, right? That's yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. Oh, some homo habilis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now is that the Did it, did it say, did ass? it have in quotations the famous Paul underneath? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's homus, homo incorrectus. <laughs> All right, so uh, Carnegie Museum. A- anybody else do? I didn't have time to do anything geeky other than no? run your guys' D and D adventure. Yes, but... we finally started again. Yay! This son of a bitch dropped us into the tomb of horrors. Yes. Oh. I was saying he was going to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't yeah, know. He did. Come he did. on, you knew I was going to do it. Did you go into all the rooms that he didn't make up, or did he finally? Oh, make we, up we've all the only rooms? started. Yeah, oh, we we have started. the the first room right and, now. That and I already <laughs> see how it's going to go. The old lady statue is about to beat up on us because mm-hmm, you guys are dumb. For the seventh <laughs> time, we don't learn our lesson. <laughs> you got a new player, someone who knows his shit, knows how to play D and D, and still you guys. Oh, what should we do? I don't know. What should we do? I don't know. And half of the game is just trying to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. Great. Uh, that's the problem when you party by committee. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. Well, democracy in characters. action. You're lucky we're not like Wisconsin and half of us just walk off. <laughs> well, actually, that does happen uh, about every other week. Yeah. So, never mind. I'm going to have fun throwing lightning and boulders at you guys. Players' intelligence never matches the characters' intelligence. That's right. The they chain the is only as strong as its weakest right? link. We're RPG 138. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched All Star Superman. Hey, oh, how yeah. was that? It was good. It was good. The uh, the Grant Morrison comic. I've I've read volume one. I haven't read it all the way through, and I know that it didn't follow the comic exactly. Which yeah, they is never fine. do. It, well, you know, like I read the comic, so why do I want yeah. to hear that same story? Right. So it was good. It was it was good. I actually feel kind of disappointed with uh, what's his name, Anthony Lapaglia, the guy they had doing. Oh, uh, uh, Luther. Luther. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's a great actor. I love him yeah. all of his stuff. But it just, I don't know whether the the direction wasn't there, but it didn't, there, there at the end, it was great. Luther was great. But like it, it seemed like it took him a while to warm up to the character. Yeah, because I, I had it in my queue, 
and uh, they said it was available, and I get uh, my <laughs> Rolling Stone Shine a Light by right. Martin Scorsese instead, yeah. and I'm like, that was like 10 things That's- down my list. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a sad story, though. No, I mean, I, I it's it's a fine movie, and I wanted it, but I wanted All Star Superman. Yeah, but. Well, you, that's why you clear your cue list, except for All Star Superman. It said it was that's available, and everything else it was lies. available. It lied to you. Computer lies. lies. I'm available, <laughs> and I won't lie to you. I'm no one loves you. I don't buy it. Robot in jail needs a pen pal. Uh, that's why he's in jail all the time, because he won't lie. Did you steal that? And he just fucking... Yeah, yes. that's the thing. If you're a robot, you're fucked if it comes to crime, because you got to follow the rules of, you know, can't hurt a person. Yeah. Can't... Uh, <coughs> Bender. Can't, can't hurt a person. Can't fuck a person. Can't eat chicken. Can't. What's what's the other stuff? What's the other robot? What's, can't, the, what's can't the 10 him, things? Can't feed him after midnight. Can't feed him after midnight. <laughs> you can't... Uh, <laughs> you, you can't uh, wash your clothes after 10 p.m. Uh, what? What? Is the dryer's too loud? Oh. Uh, you can't. Uh, what else is it? You know, it's funny because every single thing you've mentioned in that list, Bender Bending Rodriguez has done on Futurama. That's true. <laughs> every single one of those. That's but his last name. Yep. Yeah, he's a Rodriguez. <laughs> you know what just I just like found Doug. out? I know what I just. I, what I did geeky. I found out Captain Crunch's first name. Really? What? It was on the box of Captain Crunch. What is it? Deb got me Captain Crunch. The classic box that they just came out with. Sorta. That like the retro look? Yeah. What's his name? Horatio? Horatio. It is Horatio. You guessed it? I, well, I mean, he's... Yeah! <laughs> you win all the goddamn future points. Huzzah! I can't believe you guessed it. Horatio. Uh, it wasn't really a guess. <laughs> I had a real inkling. I've been fighting all those soggies. For so long. You know, you know what happened when I... When I, when I <laughs> A lady's area gets real excited. It gets soggy. <laughs> Captain Crunch to the rescue. He's been fighting meat curtains for years. Oh, so, man. so on the box, now that you know his name is Horatio, does he have the weird colored sunglasses and and jet no, red hair? Don't no, don't even. He's Stop freaking you. Captain yeah! No, there's no yah. You don't get a yah. <laughs> don't be no CSI shit. Too late, I've already done it twice now. I'll have our (laughs) listening audience know that if they watch the latest episode of the Ugly Couch Show, you will see Buckfast, a tonic wine from England, which I am finishing the bottle of right now. It's dangerous. And if you look in Barry's (laughs) toilet later on, you'll see the remnants of that Buckfast. And and, and we also have the zombie mints. Um, You can suck dicks in hell, ladies. (laughs) What are they? You know what? Paul never got to experience this, so go ahead. No, No, they're they're, good. They're all right. They're not Shut up. I'll do it. I don't care. Here we yeah. go. Oh! Oh, no! What? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 wow! Oh, wow! Oh, we no all way. did it, Paul. You have to. He welched. He welched, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, what? Oh, all our viewers put it out in there. Mouth. Just one. Oh. Just one. He smelled it. That's all he did. Oh! Oh! oh. Wow, no, he didn't. He took it. Paul took it. Oh, no, don't you spit it out. It stuck to his mouth. Oh! It's burning a hole through the floor. It tastes like a skillet that got a bunch of burned ham on it and then got left in the sink overnight. I told you. And then you're drinking that sink water. Yeah, that's, oh, that sounds about right. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> we we crunched oh, up and we bit and ate two of them. Did you get it on tape? Yeah, on video. Yeah, it's, it's on the last episode. God, damn, fuck. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god! Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, well, I had you partake because uh, we had a write-in regarding yeah, those. Yeah, we got so a I letter. To share from a, a Zephyr. Uh, you guys have no idea how good you guys had it with two mints. Because one day I was chilling with my friend Morgan, and he was like, oh, look, no. zombie mints. We got to have some. <laughs> so we both ate ten. Oh! Yeah, ten. Try imagining that horrible torture. <laughs> it was so cat foodish. Yeah, it tasted yeah, like cat, cat food. food smelled. It totally does. I almost puked all over his kitchen. <laughs> P.S. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good works. P.S.S. Which do you like better, Xbox or PS3? Xbox. 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 <laughs> Except for how it keeps breaking. Yeah, you, you do have to replace one? them every 3,000 miles. Oh, Dad's is going the way. You're half no, geek fan, no Zephyr. Thank you, Zephyr, nice, for sharing Zephyr. your pain. Thank you, Zephyr. <laughs> we know what you went through. Apparently, we don't if he ate that many. Good God. How can he eat 10? You can smell them on your way to your mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly we didn't. It. Wow. Well, Holy we did. Shit. We, we so smelled did. them. Oh, I got well, We just did it. <laughs> Yeah, just oh, I had to go spit mine out in the sink. At least give bad. it a smell there, uh, just Michael. I, I smelled it last time. It, it, no, 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 you were you were in the room. I was, I was there. You were in the room. That's all it takes. Oh, nothing. Yeah. That's it. That's no. Have you? Have you? I was the one who. You know, I echoed. Michael, I said, "Cat would love burnt toast." It smelled just like burnt toast. I'll give it to her as treats. It's zombie mints. What a dumb thing. Now, just think, we we washed down the zombie mints with Buckfast, so it was a little swig. Last you still have the label that says uh, you can smell it. It smells like those, yeah. those zombie mints would be really fun to switch up with somebody's Altoids. They oh. look like they could be, <laughs> or better, or just put one in there. They're heartless. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I got this little thing of mints wow. here. If I, I should just empty this whole thing of mints into that can, they won't leave fit. one. They won't fit. Right. That's not wide enough. That's that's my. We should get a bunch mints. a bunch of mints and there. run a contest. Oh, yeah. we'll give out a whole bunch of mints and replace They're one with skinny. a zombie Those mint. And if you mints. get it, you win a yeah. prize. Yeah. <laughs> a Pepto Bismol tablet. Or yeah, something. thank God it's the they pepto. get the prize. Like that's oh, like some boy. some uh, birdie bots. Yeah, hot Harry Potter shit for real, right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, not this. Oh, a booger tastes kind of salty. Oh God, and earwax, earwax tastes a little salty, and uh, poop <laughs> tastes a little salty, oh. and grass tastes a little salty. No, and there ain't no tastes salt a little there. Salty. This just, stuff tastes like asshole. <laughs> you just Straight brought up back horrible asshole. memories. For Birdie's me. asshole. That man, you never hear that oh, one on Harry like Potter. Asshole. Dirty asshole. Well, they say gutter. Harry Potter so often that they don't need to say Birdie's asshole. Yeah, Dumbledore going, oh, that's asshole. <laughs> I'm gay and stuff. Oh, I'm gay and stuff. Were you there that time that Rick fed me those damn Harry Potter like like finger fed uh, you? Jerry, I want the finger fed you. you. I want the finger fed you. Really slow. Come here, finger fed you. Hold your mouth still. I'm gonna put he it in your mouth. Runs up to me. He goes, here. here, eat this. I'm like, oh god, it tastes like vomit. That's because it's vomit. <laughs> Dude, try this one. Oh God, it tastes like dirt. That's because it's dirt. It's just like he went on with this. And I'm like, I'm not eating another. Yeah, dirt. I, these are great. I fell for this once. A girl crapped in my mouth, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, sister, I ain't buying what you're selling. <laughs> That's why the saran wrap is so important. Oh, yeah. oh. Never forget that again. What was she German? No. The shyest of videos. She was shitting. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Schnitzel. There it is, folks. The famous and, Paul returns. And that can only lead into news you don't give a shit about. Yeah. I can't think of a better segue, really, so. All right, gentlemen. Prepare yourselves. Yep. Uh, this is a real thing that's happening in London. What is it? At an ice cream parlor called the Ice Creamists. Ha! 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 It's not even that funny. Yes, it is. <laughs> the, I get the dish is called Baby Gaga. Oh, no. A $22 martini glass of breast milk ice cream. Breast milk ice cream? Really? I've been reading about this. I would buy that. Now, the recipe blends uh, Madagascan vanilla pods, lemon zest, and mom juice. Not only does this exist, but the parlor is paying out $24 per 10 ounces of breast milk women are willing to donate. Seeing as how the parlor probably can't, you know, start a human dairy farm. Yet. The donors (laughs) simply have to go through a blood test in order to turn in their lactations to a profitable venture. The first donor, a 25-year-old Victoria Hilly, donated 30 fluid ounces, which nabbed her a cool $72, and allowed the parlor to make about 50 servings of the ice cream. So far, another 13 women have volunteered to sell their milk. So I want to see the women. When these ladies are strolling down the street and somebody's like, Hey, you fat cow. He's like, Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cow. I want to see the women I'm who are donating. I like that. I like that idea, Barry. You, when you get your little breast milk ice cream, there's a little little standy a with a picture right on it, and it's you know, there's oh, Victoria gross. right there. Your donator it's like a today. Sperm bank. <laughs> <laughs> no, they keep that anonymous. Yeah. I don't know what sperm bank you're <laughs> going to, Paul. Jesus. <laughs> I go. I go to a sperm bank that cares, apparently. <laughs> Because honestly, it's about flavor. <laughs> you know, I saw it right before it hit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I bet There's that gets said at that there. sperm bank. <laughs> That's their catchphrase. You'll see it right I before it I want to make the ice creamist my porn name. I what? My porn name. The ice oh. creamist. I like that. It's good. Congratulations. You're starting porn now. Yeah. What? News you don't give a shit about. Rogers Cable, the largest cable provider in Canada has an entire channel devoted to running a long loop of a fireplace burning 24 hours a day. That's awesome. And they've also got a 24-hour sunset channel. And now they will be increasing their repertoire of 24-hour looped footage channels by one with a 24-hour rotisserie chicken channel. What? (laughs) Is it just a rotisserie chicken just constantly cooking? Quote, it will look exactly like the fireplace channel, except that it will be two rows of rotisserie chicken cooking in the oven. Says Carlos Moreno, wait, executive wait, wait, no, vice wait, president. Wait, wait. Will it look exactly like the fireplace channel? Like they're just going to stick chicken on top of the fireplace channel? <laughs> <laughs> or is it going to be like an oven? That is a quote. Well, what is, what his what quote is, is misleading. <laughs> yes, it is. It'll look no. exactly like the fireplace channel, except an oven with chickens in it. <laughs> and once every hour, someone will say, oh, chicken's done, and swap it out. You know... You know how Golden Girls is exactly like the old Sullivan show? Except with a bunch of old ladies living in Florida? It's the same kind of thing here. I love it. I love it. Do it. So roast that bird. Yeah. Rotisserie chicken channel. Combine that with Smell-O-Vision and then you got some hungry people. No, I know what's next. You know what this is? This is the precursor to Hypnotoad. (laughs) <laughs> Futurama fans Hypnotoad uh, Google it I would, I would I accept a 24 phone, hour Hypnotoad channel Oh god You should have one already I literally have it on my phone I don't want it I don't want to see that 
So they hit the toga. Well, you, you can change the channel back to the rotisserie chicken channel. No, you, you like. can't. It's hypnotoad. I would love to see that channel. One of the charges against me that got me in jail was eating chicken like a robot's not supposed to. <laughs> this way I could at least look at chicken. You, you know that that sounds better. <laughs> but it's not quite there. Oh. Is that better? No. 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 Okay. no. I don't think you can fix it. I'm a robot in jail. You should probably just stop. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. I want to start a chicken channel. So Screen bad. Gems. The yes. subsidiary of Sony Pictures Entertainment's Columbia TriStar Motion Picture Group mm. has bought the rights to Devil May Cry franchise with Kyle Ward, a writer of the upcoming movie adaptation of Kane and Lynch, hired to write the script. Currently, the script is supposedly about uh, Dante avenging his mother's murder by killing demons. The company who now owns the rights is the same company behind the Resident Evil movie series. Well, it's not going to be any good. Yep. Yeah. I'm putting that out there right now. Because yep. I'm with you. I've already, they already talked about the Kane and Lynch movie. They're going to adapt it. It's going to be more like Glee. It's called Jane and Lynch. And Jane Lynch is the star. Oh, oh, oh. Nope. <laughs> Get it? Nope. Jane Lynch. Nope. Nothing. Everyone's favorite, Jane Nothing. Lynch. Nothing. Kane and Lynch. Tweet. Tweet. <laughs> Tweet. Oh, no. And that's oh. your life. That's my life. Voo-goo. And finally, news you don't give a shit about. Deadline Hollywood reports that Paramount has offered up the job of directing the film of G.I. Joe 2 to John Chu. Who's... <laughs> who lives in a shoe. <laughs> who loves to throw poo. Who's don't the... dare him, he'll do. John Chu's, John Chu's three rec- most recent films are... Uh, I like to screw. Uh, step up to the street. Step up two. Step up two. <laughs> and step up three D. <laughs> and never say never. The Justin Bieber documentary. Oh my god! Which made a crap ton of money, I guess. But oh. not because Chu directed it. Just how do you know? Because Justin Bieber <laughs> how did. You, how do you know what he did? Because he's America's favorite lesbian Canadian. Listen, apparently, <laughs> apparently this Chu. Is an auteur who needs to have his day in the sun. Yeah, it's time. This is his and moment. This is the moment. If anyone can can bring out now, I hope they're calling it GI Joe too. GI Joe? That's yeah. Because <laughs> you never know. Well, the first one had Rise of Cobra as the subtitle, right. and there was no double entendre play. It was lost on everybody. They yeah. should have had every other thing. It should have been like, "Oh, your Cobra's rising! Look right. out! Look out, Duke!" <laughs> Look out, Duke. Scarlet's no, coming around. The movie Don't let your cobra so rise. was funny enough. So. It's a shit fucking storm. Well, see, this it looks perfect. great, though. Let's, they, they give it to a director that uh, you can't do any worse. Well, they give it to a director that's only shot people dancing. Maybe there'll be dance uh, fights. Did you not see the <laughs> original G.I. Joe cartoon? We're cold slid there. We're coming your way. And then they're going to dance. <laughs> you know the song. Cobra is here! We're going to dance! I am a queen! So this is G.I. Joe Turn Off the Dark now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Cobra Commander, we have to attack. We must push forward. There's no turning back. Destroy, you fool! You don't know the plan! I will control the world in my hand! 
Where does the weather dominator I, get in, inserted I, I, in I, here? I, 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 the weather no. dominator. The weather dominator. We'll have to build it later. The weather dominator. <laughs> uh, Cobra the, Commander. My name is Doctor Mindbender. I have an idea for you. Let's bring all the dictators from ancient times and turn them into Serpentor. Woohoo! <laughs> I say no! I am the leader! No one should take my place! I'm with you, Mindbender. I will help you do this. Let's punch Cobra Commander in his face! Let's punch Cobra Commander in his face! <laughs> Guys, we just wrote the G.I. Joe. It's going to kick ass. G.I. Joe Chew. Oh, God damn. G.I. Joe, turn off the good. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I was going to go with Electric Boogaloo, but I like yours better. Uh, yeah, so turn now, off the good Electric Boogaloo. So will it be, now will, will the catchphrase be, knowing is half the brattle? Oh, and nice. news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucking die on me. (laughs) News you don't give a shit about Nicolas Cage. That's that's right. Moving on. Your hair is a bird. Your argument is invalid. Moving on. Next topic. (laughs) (laughs) You hit the nail on the head. (laughs) Nicolas Cage has revealed that his upcoming return to comic book movies is in uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance will actually not be considered a sequel to his uh, 2007's Ghost Rider. A a junkie interview with Collider concluded with uh, uh, Cage fielding a question about what audiences should expect from the 2012 Ghost Rider follow-up. Cage went out of his way to make it perfectly clear that Spirit of Vengeance is not a direct sequel to the 2007 film, even revealing an all-new origin sequence will be featured in the film about stunt biker Johnny Blaze. What? As Cage tells Collider, quote, a completely original interpretation of Ghost Rider, it's not a sequel at all, it's Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Everything about it is different, including the origin sequence. They'll see new camera moves, high adrenaline. It's like extreme sports. This with the I, same actor. I think the oh. movie's going to be an incredibly wild ride. The movie hits theaters February seventeenth. This is the crazy. It's a reboot. This is the crazy shit that no, it's not. No, it's not. It's a sequel. I guarantee you, it got sold as a sequel. Here's the. This is what's happening. These bullshit PR firms right now are trying to trick the geek masses who are getting wise to the smell of these ass movies. <laughs> they're coming out. This is exactly the line that they're feeding on Transformers 3. Oh, it's not like that. It's not like Transformers 2. We don't have a it's all different. with yeah. a cane. And you know what? It's, di- it's totally different. It's t- lies. It's the same <laughs> shit they tried to sell us on uh, the final uh, prequel, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> it's totally different. It's dark and different. Bullshit. It's the same garbage. Wrapped Fe- in a new PR package. February seventeenth. But he killed the younglings. Confidence either. That's yeah. a that's a weird. Ass I think that's movie. when it came out the first time, isn't it? Didn't it, it come out in February? February? Nah. A throwaway <clears throat> movie. Yeah, that's uh, that's less than a year away, guys. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. We have less than a year to prepare. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, back to my sewing machine. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so fire. <laughs> I'll find a way. <laughs> and that's it for the shit news. All right. That's it. Good. Quick and easy. How you like it? Oh, Johnny Blaze. 
So let's do it, Week in Geek. All right. All right. Last Friday. I uh, remember it well. Yeah, the Elder Scrolls creators, Bethesda, took it upon it themselves to let us know that if we wanted to birth a child on the Elder Scrolls, Scrolls V Skyrim's release date, 11-11-11, that last Friday was the best day to do, get on that. Now, Bethesda wasn't <laughs> satisfied with simply putting this information out there, so they turned it into a quest being no. offered to anyone who could successfully birth a child on the designated date, and then name the child Dovakin, which what translates to Dragonborn. Now, they also provided this disclaimer. Translates to Dragonborn in what? Retard in, in, in Skyrim language. language. Skyrim. Uh, this is their disclaimer. Any reward for completing this quest will not ultimately justify the potential teasing your child could and probably will endure over its lifespan. At least they're honest. Bethesda Softworks is not responsible for your parenting. You may gain experience points for completing this quest, but you will not care at 3 a.m. on a work night. Completion of this quest may also result in decreased desire to play video games and or function as a human being. Consult with your friends before embarking on this quest. While it may not start in prison, it probably ends there. That's awesome. Now, if anyone wasn't sure if Bethesda was just throwing jokes around or were really going to provide a quest reward, they updated their original post detailing the main part of the loot. Oh which and? consists of every single Bethesda game, past, present, and future, for free. Again, quoting mm. them, if anyone is seriously considering this, we've got a few ideas in mind for a collection of quest rewards. Uh, how's this for a shower gift? <clears throat> a Steam key that will grant you, and, presum and presumably Dovakin himself, herself, every Zenimax Bethesda game, past, present, and future, for life, once your child eventually reaches cognition and grows old enough to play intense video games, we think it will agree that this key blows away a pink pleated onesie. So basically $200 <clears throat> worth of shit to have a baby? And as for yeah. the rest of the loot, we'll leave it as a surprise. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> surprise. surprise. We're going out of business. Yeah, exactly. Surprise. We just a got bought by EA. A full, surprise. A your kid has been diaper. scarred for life. Mm. Done. Paul, let's make a baby. <laughs> so, brown baby, you're late. You, you can be the mommy. <laughs> late. Mom, what? I'm yes, late. late. Their announcement was last week. Oh no! Week. I should have known. I'm late. <laughs> Maybe the miracle has already happened. No, you can well, always no, okay. Now that's early. Wait a minute, huh? <laughs> can we adopt oh. one? Name it Dovahkin, oh. and then return it. Part of it is the. And is the birth Do they have a return policy? You have to ask if the child was birthed Do they 11, just, 11, like, 11, I can get a picture of a Chinese baby. Yeah. Will they just take that and be like, oh, okay. We can yeah, call it Dovahkin. They probably wanted a person to be. I call it Dovahkin. <laughs> Some call it Dovahkin. Oh. And, Mom, and that you was under week and geek. two months early? I was a premature baby. <laughs> yeah. I could have been retarded. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Dovakin, you are. Oh my God! They, they yes, do some everyone, month ahead. please report to Paul's house on eleven, eleven, eleven to give him a punch in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody punches hard enough, a baby will shoot out my junk. <laughs> It'll be a smelly, runny baby <laughs> of my insides. It'll dubious like, origins. It'll smell like burnt <laughs> skillet sitting in the sink with the water and shit. But and yes. Today's burrito. <laughs> Look, I did it. I had a baby. <laughs> it's not crying. It's blood. steaming. There's blood in my penis. 
Penis blood. Wow. Is this a new low for Ugly Couch Show? <laughs> no. With every, every show. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It just keeps dropping, dude. Listen, I walk the razor's edge. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally I slip. <laughs> Ugly Couch deep. Show. Not the place of future politicians. <laughs> no. But we can no, change sir. <laughs> All right, Amanda Hawking. She's already a millionaire author by the age of 26. No, she probably hasn't written anything you've ever seen on a bookseller's shelf at Barnes & Noble. She's made her millions by self-publishing Kindle eBooks. Huh? She's claimed to have hey. sold over 900,000 copies since April 15th of last year. Uh, due to uh, Amazon's... Uh, uh, profit policy. She gets to keep 70% of the profit. She also says that she has never traditionally published, though a few of her books have gotten foreign deals in, in place. Uh, it's explained, there is no traditional publisher in the world right now that can offer Amanda Hawking terms that are better than what she's getting right now on the Kindle store on her own. Part of her strategy is that her eBooks are costing anywhere from $0.99 cents to $2.99. Price is so low... That many people won't be too discriminating with their literary choices. It's estimated that Hawking rate, uh, rakes in about two million dollars per year selling, uh, yeah, you you guessed it, paranormal romance novels. Uh, paranormal romance, which includes a uh, vampire series. Man, we got to write one. Wow. So yeah, she she turned it into something huge. All right. Well, here's my idea. Uh oh. Does it involve the mummy? Does so say the mummy. So I'm laying in bed. <laughs> And here comes the mummy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vampires and werewolves be damned. The mummy. It'll be an Oedipus story. So it's, an Oedipus. <laughs> it's, the old, it's the old mummy. It's not this new one. Okay. It's the old yeah. mummy. Straight up. And I'm like, mummy, how did you find me in my bedchamber? And he's all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And I got to get him back to the Egypt exhibit. At the museum, or he'll die. But if I take him back, he goes back to being just a mummy and not my sweet paranormal lover. <laughs> my paranormal love burns too hot to last. And the mummy says, Mah. "Yep, this is yeah. your this is your grand story." Hey, I, I, <laughs> five books. Hey, I'm I spitballing never thought... here. I'm just and they, spitballing. And yeah, the no, I, they can't have sex until book three. Okay. Yeah. So I think you stick with Barry and Paul having a baby. There's your paranormal <laughs> romance right there. I just never get an e-book of everyone getting around punching Paul in the okay. stomach. So there's this phantom wiener that flies <laughs> that flies through my door at night, right? And I'm like, oh my god! And then it I says, find uh... out. <laughs> I find out it belongs to a hot chick ghost. <laughs> As it like like it's her. Missing toy? It's well. her act. No, she's a hermaphrodite from the 1940s who was killed by her parents out of shame. What? In the house I live in. Uh, okay. It's called Wiener Remember Me. 
Phantom Wiener was bad. Oh, uh, why are uh, these all in the first person? That's be what I want to know. It'll be you're, a short story you're, collection. You're not even like little Bobby's in his bed. No, it's me. I'm in my bed. I want a book about me called Wiener Remember Me. The mummy with his strap on comes into my bedroom. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I got a new one, so I'm getting cornholed in my bed in Forks, Washington. Get the hell out of here. He was on that boat for six months, <laughs> lest we forget. <laughs> oh my god! What else he got? Uh, well, let's keep, we'll keep on the topic of books. Okay, oh. it's, it's worked so well for us so far. Uh, this is for you, rare book lovers. Uh, part of murderer uh, George Cudmore's sentence was that his body was to be dissected after he was hung for his crimes. Uh, for some reason, though, some of his skin was flayed, tanned, and then used to bind an 1852 copy of the poetical works of John Milton. The skin-covered book is currently kept at West County Studies Library in Exeter, instead of you know, a horror movie. The book went on show to the public for the first time a couple of days ago as part of Local History Day. An inscription in the front of the book says whose skin the book is bound in and what his crime was, uh, which was murdering his wife by poison. So, yes, if you're in Exeter, you can now see the skin-bound book of George Cudmore. That's awesome. We need more books bound in human skin. You oh, don't like the this leads to the Necronomicon, and then we're... <laughs> bound in human skin. Hey, Klaatu, Verata, and Nictu. I'm fine. <laughs> bound some more books in human skin. <laughs> Are you summoning Gort? What? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Did you see Army of Darkness? Yes, I okay, was then. making another joke. Sorry, you missed out on that one. <laughs> so I'm the laying day the in earth my stood bed. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Up from the ground comes a werewolf. From the way from the ground, werewolves yeah. aren't undead. Where's your bed? <laughs> okay. Sleeping under so the stars. I'm camping. <laughs> I'm camping, so a badger. In, I'm camping in my house, though. In, in a were-mold. I'm, I'm having a camp overnight in my bed. Okay. With <laughs> so, who? With who? You gotta have with, a, you... Uh, with Gina Gershon. <laughs> Random, but okay. And so, right. so Gina Gershon's like, hey, sexy, what's happening? And I'm like, oh, man, this night's going great, Gina Gershon. I sure hope my old lover, the werewolf, doesn't show up. <laughs> Guess what happens? <laughs> the werewolf comes and takes Gershon away from you. <laughs> Flying penis. What? So- something having to do with penis is coming. No, no, Mummy no, with the strap no, on. You got it. The werewolf comes. No. <laughs> the werewolf shows up. Of all the people, it's like so the whole book is like I'm like, boy, I sure hope that werewolf doesn't show up again. We're former lovers, you know. Is this R.L. Stein's goosebumps for perverted <laughs> children? I'm gonna call it goose nipples. <laughs> the sexy R.L. Stein versions. All Mattingly's goose nipples. <laughs> uh, sure, the rubber wang doesn't uh, show up. Oh, I got it. Kindle. I got it. This oh, is no, the catchphrase: no. goose nipples. These stories will scare your wiener straight. <laughs> 
get it? You get it? Yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. Yes, we get it. We we understand. You'll be erotically aroused by. I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I get it. <laughs> we smell what the rock is cooking. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, and it stinks. <laughs> the BBC. Yes, please continue. <laughs> the BBC and developer Three Wings, or Three Wings, Three Rings have teamed up and announced they'll be developing a free-to-play MMO based on Doctor Who, currently titled Doctor Who: Who? Worlds of Time. Three Rings promises to divulge more details at uh, GDC this week. Uh, from their press release, the game allows players to enter the TARDIS and be set a challenge by the mysterious Time Lord to help him defend civilized culture against infamous Doctor Who enemies. Now, I heard that it was going to work so that uh, it wasn't so much action as it was puzzle solving. That uh, doesn't surprise me. In a lot that of stuff case, these days. then it reminds me of, uh, was that Puzzle Pirates? Remember Puzzle Pirates? I never played Puzzle Pirates. It was, it was an MMO. It was a free-to-play I MMO. That. But you could buy you could buy credits and stuff for it. It's not going to be like your big WoW type MMO. No, no, of course not. It'll be like a fun little distraction type of thing. But, I uh, see. I, I always thought that Doctor Who needed a major AAA release game. Um, this isn't going to be it. No. But if you're a fan of the Who like I am, then hey. You'll probably check not? it out. We'll check uh, it out. They've had video games of them in the past, but they've just never been released outside of England. The pinball sucked. game was great. That's true. They had a, yeah. C- they had a CD-ROM game that had uh, lo- uh, several of the original um, Was it like a point-and-click cast. adventure type of thing? Well, just la- I, I've only seen video clips of it on YouTube. I've never actually played it. So. Well, just last year, BBC released a couple of Doctor Who games. Really? They, were, they, were, they were serial and... Uh, you, I think you can get them on Steam, actually. Really? <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. I like the little games that they have, little Flash games they have on the BBC uh, site. Never been. Oh, that's fun. They're fun little quick Flash games. bbc.co.uk forward slash Doctor Who. Just Google wow. it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. What? Right He's there. wearing a I've Doctor Who t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hello, have you met me? Oh, wait a minute. Fuck, I totally forgot. I'm totally wearing a Doctor Who t-shirt, too. You are. Under his suit. Uh, under oh, his suit. That yes. reminds me. That reminds me. I'm laying in my bed. Uh. <laughs> and in through the door comes my sweet Dalek wife. Insert collective groan. Inseminate. Exactly. <laughs> Inseminate. <laughs> Ejaculate. It writes itself. <laughs> he says this while he's wearing a nine-inch nail shirt, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, by the way, congratulations, congratulations Trent. Congratulations, Trent Reznor, yeah. my favorite musician of all time, for winning an Oscar well-deserved for the soundtrack to The Social Network. He and Atticus Ross put yeah. together an amazing soundscape. So it's uh, it's Trent Reznor week because Rock Band Three just released uh, tonight, right? Yeah, tonight four tracks I'm from so, a Pretty Hate Machine. So excited to buy those. Oh wow! Yep. Oh, boy. I've been waiting. I've been looking on the site. I thought I missed it, but they're not out yet. I'm you. buying them tonight. Yeah. Uh, South Korea's proposed internet curfew for youths from uh, midnight to 6 a.m. The two youths. Uh, is uh, lightly amusing compared to this actual measure being implemented by the Vietnamese government. Since the government thinks that people are wasting too much time playing online games, it's implementing a ban on online gaming from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. for the entire populace. What? 
Wow. And this isn't just a polite suggestion to the citizenry. This The government is asking ISPs to block online game <gasps> access effective March 3rd. Holy crap. Such blocks can, in theory, be evaded by using proxies. However, uh, proxifying some popular games like World of Warcraft is rather tricky. So, yeah. I like that one. Beware the cloud. Bullshit. (laughs) Beware the cloud. The Vietnamese cloud, I guess. Yeah, well. That's where it starts. Everything starts in Vietnam? I read an article this week that made me think of you and your cloud hate. Because uh, they were talking about uh, Microsoft is announcing that it's not going to support the cloud service that runs the the old Sidekick phones that I think only T-Mobile still has, and uh, yeah, it, it as everybody's like, oh my god, oh my dad, because the phone doesn't work at all. It basically, when once they shut the server down, the phone's a glorified paperweight. And I'm like. Yeah. Wow, I'll bet Kirsten would there be you go. livid about this there article you right now. See, right there, right there. You got your shit out there in the cloud, and then some asshole turns it off. What are you going to do? <laughs> Cry. That's right. You're not going to come talking to me, because I'm going to be <laughs> laughing at your ass. Yeah. <clears throat> while I plug in my external hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just before the Oscars celebrated the best films of 2010, the 31st annual Golden Raspberry Awards bestowed their honor of the worst. And, of course, M. Night Shyamalan's take of the kids' TV classic took the grand prize. The Last Airbender cleaned up at the Razzies, taking home Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, and Worst Eye-Gouging Misuse of 3D. Ugh. Beating out other noteworthy, noteworthy contenders such as uh, Clash of the Titans and uh, Twilight Saga Eclipse and The Expendables. In defending Airbender's pole position as the worst of the worst, Razzie's founder John Wilson had this to say about the film and its director. He managed to take a cartoon property and make it even less lifelike by making it with real actors. Most people who like the show, and this would include my 14-year-old son, hated the movie and made no sense whatsoever. Why I are agree. The Razzies televised? I love, love Airbender, and that it, it, it when I wa- I got to see parts of that movie when I was on the ship. Okay, it made me think that M Night Shyamalan hated the cartoon. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. You're, not the, you're not the first to Some say that. Some kind of I've dark vendetta other... against it, <clears throat> and the child that he picked to portray Ang, okay, has this dead, lifeless, sad look about him. The whole really? time. Yeah. And Aang, I mean, he gets serious once in a while. But for the most part, he's real fun-loving and happy-go-lucky and silly. And, you know, takes his role as savior of the earth very lightly. And that's the fun of it. And then and he flips the script on that and makes Aang like he's got the whole the world on of his the shoulders. World. Yeah. And it's just it's, it's depressing to watch this kid move around. <laughs> just a sad. And Sokka is a joke. And what's-her-name-not-that-good-looking. F it and A. What bugged me about it, like, well, well, lots of things bugged me about it, but one of the things, like, how could you not pronounce these people's names right? Yeah! You can <laughs> watch the cartoon Ong. and hear it. Yeah, Ong, Ong. and, 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 so- and Soka. Soka is so stupid. I know when you read one thing, you're like, okay, you think this is how it's pronounced. Yeah, but and if then, you've heard you, it pronounced. You know, but you hear it, yeah. The show is there. This is unrelated, <laughs> sort of, but... Okay. If I gotta hear one more person say espresso and not espresso, I'm gonna throw my espresso in their fucking face. <laughs> Work in a restaurant? You should know. It's espresso, not espresso. Dumbass! Rant over. <laughs> <laughs>
This brand brought to you by Barry Rock. Man caffeinated alcohol. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, good news, though, for everyone who's been waiting for Kill Bill to finally become one big movie. Yes! It's done. Yay! I have not bought that for that very reason. Is this the uh, the whole messy affair? Uh, director Quentin Tarantino has finished Kill Bill, the whole bloody affair. The whole bloody affair, yes. Finally. It will include seven more minutes of the animated Oren Ishii origin yes. story. Yes. In addition to combining both movies into one. Now, this will, this will be hitting DVD and Blu-ray in one package. And is scheduled for theatrical premiere March really? 27th in Los Angeles. Doug X oh. posted about that on oh, uh, Facebook. Oh, that's okay. I didn't realize. I thought they were just re-showing it again, but they're yeah. actually showing the whole bloody affair. Wonderful. I have postponed. I mean, that, that you can get those movies for like five bucks now each. Yeah. And I have still been like, nope. Yeah, Every same here. penny is going for the double dip. <laughs> I'm going to wait to pay $60 for it. Yeah, and I'm sure I will. <laughs> and it will I'm be sure worth it. Absolutely be wow, worth you it. summed up Paul in one sentence, <laughs> Just Michael. It. That's pretty much it. <laughs> It's terrible. I'm clearly not true. paying enough for these movies that were a few years old. <laughs> it's a classic. It's classic shit. Oh, yeah. There's news of a new upcoming uh, sci-fi tentpole series coming up. Uh, a movie About series. About tentpoles? Yes. Finally. <laughs> they come into Paul's you. bedroom. What does that even mean? <laughs> I'm laying under a tentpole. And then I realize it's just my wiener. And a three-ring circus is happening below. (laughs) What is a tentpole movie? For the people who don't know. A tentpole movie is basically a franchise series that they can make one after the other after the other. Where it's expected to be multiple films. And make money. Yes. Make money. It's it's the tentpole that holds up uh, financially the studio. And the rest of their properties. Yeah, so that the uh, avatars can be made. Are you sci-fi? Well, here's here's where this one comes from. John Scalzi's epic science fiction novel, Old Man's War. Yeah, I highly recommend that book. Oh, yeah? It's coming to the big screen. has a big name attached to it. Uh, Deadline Hollywood reports that uh, Paramount Pictures bought the rights to uh, Old Man's War, the first in a four-book series by Scalzi. And has attached Wolfgang Peterson as the director. Yes. Uh, Peterson, uh, his last film was Poseidon, but uh, his previous credits include uh, uh, blockbusters and action thrillers like Troy, The Perfect Storm, Air Force One, In the Line of Fire, and, of course, Das Boot. Das Boot. Uh, In other words, he knows how to make a big movie. Yeah, he's he's good. Das Boot, it's perfect old man war military science fiction. It's like Heinlein updated to the 21st century. Is this four-book series, is that the culmination of it? Is that it? No, Um, this will be... No, because he doesn't write sequential (coughs) novels. That's the other beauty of it. It's like each novel is standalone. Sometimes characters return. James Bondy? No, uh, because sometimes characters return. Sometimes new characters come in. He act- they're sequels in the best sense of the term, where he's taking a logical thought even further, as opposed to, I'm just rewriting the same story and continuing a soap so opera with the characters. So there's not one main character <coughs> that it's based around. Uh, there, is a cent- there is a central character, but he is not in all the books. No? Interesting. It's just yes. further along chronologically? Well, well, yeah, yeah. well, here's the basis of it. The, uh, the novel follows a widowed 75-year-old man who agrees to trade in his old body for a younger model with enhanced physical strength and psychic abilities. The catch is that he must join a military coalition assigned to protect human colonists in deep space. After he's injured in battle, however, he meets another enhanced soldier who may be the younger version of his late wife, who has no memories of her previous life. 
Uh, the book was nominated for Science Fiction's highest honor, the Hugo Award, mm-hmm. uh, while author Scalzi has won two Hugos for other works, as well as the 2005 John W. Campbell Award for Best New Writer. And he also served as consultant to Stargate Universe. Nice. Scalzi's the man. He started a blog in 1998, whatever.com. I highly recommend it. He, uh, he put his first book on his blog for free. Wow. And it got the attention of the publishing houses, and that's how he got published. That's how you do it. And that's how he got that's launched. That's how you do it. That's the truth. you gotta, you got to give stuff away for a long yeah, time. Yeah, now he had a big blog presence even before he started writing. He's also now currently the president of the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America. Wow. He's the man. He's you the approve. Man. You're big. No, no. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wolfgang Peterson? Yeah. Holy... Wolfgang Peterson doing a science fi- <laughs> military sci-fi movie? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You that's know, the sound of approval. I've yeah. known Kirsten for like eight years. I think that's the most excited I've ever oh, seen him. That's, it's, it, and, and you it's are a, very it, mild-mannered, sir. And guys, I recommend this series to all of you. Pick, pick up Old Man's War, Ghost Brigades, The Last Colony, and Zoe's Tale. You will not regret it if you like science fiction in the slightest. So check it out. Yeah. <clears throat> I always go for you for... Book suggestions now. Those are my big sci-fi. I mean, you know, I've given you all my fantasy recommendations, but those are my big sci-fi recs. Oh, that's why Torgo has the Kindle now. That's right. Go download it. Ooh, I wonder if that Tiger Tiger is out on the Kindle. That one I was talking about. It's it was called Tiger Tiger. Does it start with you in a bed? No, (laughs) the tiger. The one that you disagree with. No, it's a sci-fi novel that I read. Uh, last year, and I huh. kept recommending it. That's out of print. Remember, I talked about it on this. I don't uh, know. The star right. is my destination. Okay. The star is my destination. Yeah. I Alfred if we, Bester. I, I wonder if that. Have you read it? I've read it. Yeah. Love that book. I don't really like the part where the uh, aliens go into your room. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that's kind of weird, folks. It's amazing if you could see it right now. Paul actually looks a little exasperated. <laughs> it's uh, wow. For I've not been, being taken I've been hoisted on my own petard. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. Slowly creep under the sheets with their gray hands. <laughs> that's what makes it hot. <laughs> the hands are gray. You look and three-fingered. Three-fingered. <laughs> wow. That's... <laughs> so wait, funny, so wait. funny side note. That's the only way you can order a drink in Spaceland. Can I get three fingers of Jack? <laughs> There's your mashup. Well, you certainly couldn't get four. The famous Paul. Or five. The famous Paul meets that new alien Paul, the movie that's coming out. There's your mashup. Or six. <laughs> wow, nothing. Crickets. I only have, yeah. I only have three gray fingers. Yeah, oh, there shit. we go. Great. Yeah, clunk. So I'm laying, in, <laughs> I'm laying in my robot bed, which is actually me standing up. <laughs> and in comes a ghost. That's it. <laughs> Sucker Punch just made an announcement about Infamous 2 for the PS3. Uh, players will be able to generate their own user-created missions in the game. Hmm. And if they get popular enough, they will show up in the single-player game. The kit includes everything they use to make the actual game, plus some stuff that's exclusive to user-generated tool set. According to G4, there will be filters that will let you choose what types of user-generated missions you want to show up. Uh, Mission start locators will stream into the actual single-player game, so you'll be able to see them as you run around. 
Filters will be will keep it from being too crowded. Uh, additionally, there will be a beta launching in early April, and the best beta levels will be chosen to be available in the retail game when Infamous 2 launches on June 7th. Can you record voice? Uh, I don't know. There's, there's supposed to be more information to come. This, this week is GDC, and so that's why there's not a lot of video game news because everyone's yeah. holding it for this week. So it's actually possible that Infamous 2 might have a few fun levels designed by other oh, people. You never there gave it a chance in that the game's first a place. piece of garbage. That is you know a great what? garbage. You have no idea what you're talking I, about. We both garbage. loved that game. You never even got it. Gave it a shot. You, I did give it a you shot. Start, you, you started, I started to, the game. Here's what I did. I started you started to play the tutorial and gave up on it after like six minutes. I started the game. Okay, and there is this second character in the game whose name is Elvis or something. What's his name? I don't remember. He's a douche rag. Oh yeah, right. So he's like dumb, and you're li- and like, you know, within a minute of this guy talking to you, that he's gonna turn on you and kill you at some point. Like a minute into the in the game, I'm playing this thing. He's got like, hey, Mister Superpowers, blah blah blah. Let's go rock the town. Yeah, it'll be fun. No consequences. Fart. And I'm like, this guy's an ass bag. <laughs> so I try and electrocute and kill him. And I can't. Fart balls. <laughs> you did not the whole game. <laughs> this is why I, I keep telling did. you. And I'm like, get through the tutorial. If you and you're can't done. kill someone in a sandbox game, exactly. That was my point. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Name me it a sandbox like game where you can it kill like Grand Theft Auto on, 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 yeah. on rails. Grand Theft, you can kill most people. No, you can't you kill can't the kill main your... character friends. Yeah, not if they're assholes. The main yeah, friends you are the assholes. You can kill them. You have to restart the game. Hey, cousin, come pick me up at the club. Oh, you ran me over. Now I'm going to get in your car. It's freaking. You can't kill that dude either. Right. Yeah, right. you don't hate annoying. that game. That but I like, like that guy. Freaking hypocrite over here. I like that guy. He's the duck. He's, that's duck. The problem. he's the kind of guy that you can run over and have a good time. Oh, cousin, you ran me over. You fucking drunk. You look what happens. My leg all breaky. Look at the way it's moved now. Let's, Crazy let's times. Drink. Let's go to stripping club where my leg will be start of show. We can vodka and fuck. <laughs> hey, ladies, check out my jelly leg. It Whoa. kind of wiggle. <laughs> Look at the way it shake. I don't know what's going on with that, Bones. Wows. Hey, who wants to okay, give lap dance you sound, over here? Now you sound like Swisscar <laughs> from freaking... Uh, who wants to give me lap dancing? My lap dance. My lap is now a puddle. Who wants to give... <laughs> Puddle lap dance. Get on, get on my groovy train. Hey, hey, ladies, who wants to get wet over here? Yeah, let's make with the shaking bacon. Alrighty then. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Nice stuff. You just kind of went. And that's all the time we have for Weekend Geek. I'm uh, still excited for Infamous 2. I don't care what he says. No, it's going to be uh, a great, great game. Enjoy it. No, I will. Fun. Great. I enjoy the I first one. Do. I hope you like Had it. Had fun with it. I hope you like the game. Loved it. I hope you have a really good time playing that game. Will. It's like, I hope that game is, is one of the best you've ever played. It's like an old married couple or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those YouTube videos of people explaining the plot of Star Wars who have never seen Star Wars. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old man's war, folks. Get ready. <laughs> yes. And get ready for the big list. Big list. Big list. They got that. Big list. Open down the tree. <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
This is, uh, <laughs> we made a big uh, heyday about uh, the RoboCop statue. Looks like it's going to get the go-ahead in Detroit. It's getting stuff. I saw some stuff today. And I saw Peter Willard talking about it, too. Yep. And Blaster, Blaster was kind enough to uh, give the world a list of the geekiest sci-fi fantasy statues that exist in the world today. I know Ooh. one that exists. <laughs> I'm sure you know a few. dear to my heart. But you know what? Uh, go ahead. Give what you dear. Well, my dear, the dearest one to my heart is the full-scale mock-up of the upper shoulders and, and head of an Evangelion one uh, in one of the places. Is that still around? Yeah, that one's up. Weren't they originally going to build it full-scale? Yeah, but then they went, oh, it'd have to be as big as God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it like a 20-story building or it's something huge. like that? Yeah. It's huge. All right. Well, let's, let's start it. Number one, we have the tripods. The who? Mm. Standing the War of the Worlds. Uh, if you want to, you want to see what these things look like. You can go on a blaster. They have have them all. I'm laying in my bed. No. <laughs> and what a tripod. <laughs> a tripod. <laughs> Tripods what? from H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds ah. stands 23, 23 feet tall. Uh, it was installed by uh, Michael Condren in 1998 in Walking, England, along with a fallen capsule that brought it to Earth. Uh, Walking is the town in England where the aliens in H.G. Wells' book first land. Nice. Uh, number two, the War of the Worlds Memorial. Uh, Walking isn't the only place to commemorate this. Uh, Grover's Mill in New Jersey. <laughs> say. Another landing point for the aliens, not from the novel, but the 1938 radio broadcast that right. sent America into a panic. Uh, this monument was installed in 1988. It depicts Orson Welles and the tripods. That's cool. That is kind of neat. Uh, this one you probably all know very well. Number three, Yoda. Yeah, the Yoda statue. Well, which one? Well, yeah, well, Yoda, the one in, what do you call it? Yeah, yeah this, is the, this is the one enshrined as part of the fountain at uh, Letterman Digital Arts Center in yeah. Presidio, San Francisco, who do industrial light and magic. Yeah. Uh, but Yoda even has his own Foursquare check-in site. Oh, wow. So if you know the Foursquare, yeah. Yoda works. Hmm. Number four, also probably well-known, Superman, Metropolis. Mm, right. Yeah, Metropolis, Illinois is capitalized on the legacy of the character. Goofiest looking statue ever. (laughs) In addition to a number of local businesses referencing the Man of Steel, the statue was put up in 1986 in Town Square. Uh, Unfortunately, that version was shot by Vandals in uh, 1993. Shot by Vandals. Yeah, apparently they wanted to test him out. You think he'd make it of steel or something? Well, that's what they did. The new 15-foot statue is made of bronze and replaced it. Good enough. And across the street, the Super Museum, so... Uh, number five, Sherlock Holmes, mm. uh, Baker really? Street in London, famous for the resident of Mr. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes in Arthur Conan Doyle's books. So that's where the statue can be found. Located it- just outside Baker Street Station, stands nine feet tall, and dis- installed September 1999. I they hear- should have put it right outside 221B Baker Street. That would have been... I hear that right next more to... Awesome. That that statue is a tiny statue of the great mouse detective. <laughs> the great mouse detective. That actually would be great if they. Did no, that. the great mouse detective. What's the great mouse detective. It was a mousey Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it's a yeah. Sherlock Holmes wow. as a mouse. Disney you film. Didn't know that. Disney How did you not know about this? I don't know. Disney Disney older Disney Disney. I know Danger Mouse. I don't know. Side know. note: as a side note, fact check Andy Taylor. Yeah. Um, he actually went on a tour of Europe with his dad a couple years ago. They went through Central Europe, and they went to the falls, I believe, in Switzerland, 
where they have a plaque commemorating the Moriarty uh, really? Holmes nice. fight. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, and where Holmes finally kills Moriarty. Is it Reckoning wow. Falls or something it's like that? Something like yeah. that. I, I, I don't know the yeah, full it's been details. A long time. He took pictures and stuff, actually. Who's in Moriarty's grave? Uh, uh, Grant. Yay! <laughs> uh, number six, Merlin. The legendary wizard Merlin got his statue treatment in Carmarthen's uh, Car shopping center in the aptly named Merlin Way. Uh, carved out of wood by a local wood carver, uh, Merlin stands 11 feet among shoppers in Wales' oldest town. I've got you under my spell. I'm a big wood statue of Merlin. That's Dumbledore you're thinking of. Monkey <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. What was the name of his ride? Fabulosi. His ride. His ride? At Universal. Oh. Under <laughs> a Harry Potter? The D Dumbledore's We had secret. a great name for that. Dumbledore's oh. Secret Alley. <laughs> yeah. Inappropriate touching. Yeah, something like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Dorothy and Toto. Located in Oz Park, Dorothy and Toto and the Cowardly Lion, Scarecrow, and the Tin Man all have places on the Yellowbick Road path in Lincoln Park, Illinois. Yeah, why is that in Lincoln Park, Illinois? Because of the band. Because of the band. Yeah, they're they're notoriously associated with Oz. They're big, they're big bomb fans. Somewhere in Kansas, they have a yellow brick road with Dorothy, Dorothy statues, too. I, I remember when I used to live there, uh, reading about it in the paper one day, but I'm like, why if would I ever really want to drive up there to go see crawling, it? It's all about... It's, <laughs> it's really all about... It's well, about, about the guilt yeah. of the wizard. Start playing it right when the flying monkeys appear. <laughs> Sinks up like you wouldn't fucking believe. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you're listening at home, if you play this podcast, you sync it up with Human Centipede. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it's awful, folks. We've got it on screen right now. It's a lot of work. Please, yeah. please reward our efforts. Oh my god, that'd be so funny if we did that. <laughs> I think they did. They called it riff tracks. Oh my god, uh, is there a human centipede riff track? Oh, there's got to be at least a a I a one. fan made yeah, one. Fan sure. One <laughs> Number eight, uh, Gundams. Just people going, look at that! Look at what's happening! Look at that shit! Are you seeing this? Are you watching the same movie we are? Are you still watching? That's pretty much my reaction when I watched it. Holy crap! Look what is it going into the again! Now there's three people! Number I hope eight. they don't try human millipede! Oh boy! <laughs> Number eight, the Gundam statue in Tokyo. Yes. Seen it. Giant statue of Gun a Gundam made headlines in 2009 for 20th anniversary of the series. Uh, towering over tourists at 20 meters, the robot was open to the public from July through August. And while it's considered a temporary fixture, there have been calls for it to be made a permanent attraction. I'll be impressed if it was animatronic. It'll stay. It spits smoke. Awesome. Uh, see, that's a big plus. I'm impressed. Mm -hmm. I think it has, and it has like very elaborate lights on it in the in the night. Cool. It's like sixty feet tall, Barry. Why why would you not be impressed by that? If you're gonna make a statue, make a working statue. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Levi's is go in big talks or with go them. home. <clears throat> Levi's is gonna work with them to get put jeans on it. <laughs> That's the uh. dumbest thing you said tonight. <laughs> no, they are. They're That's gonna put. They're gonna put stupid. Levi's jeans on it. 
What do you got? Are you serious? Are you building up to the punchline? We're all waiting for the joke. And so Paul learns the story of the boy who cried wolf. No, it's going to be being called... Gundam, those are some nice jeans. <laughs> uh, there it is. Wow. Uh, We're laughing at you, not with me. <laughs> it's rarely worth the payoff, folks. <laughs> I had you all. Had you all. Yeah. Number nine is Gundam in China. This is the knockoff of the Japanese Gundam statue. China has constructed a statue of their own. Located in the museum park not in, Gundam, but... in Chengdu. Uh, this statue caused a bit of controversy as it's being accused of violating copyright statutes. Uh, the Oregon... Damn, that looks like the other statue. <laughs> <laughs> yes! The virus spreads. Uh, number 10, giant armored trooper Votum's sculpture. Who? What? Votum's? What yeah. happened to his bottom? What? Votum. What the hell is Votum? Uh, I, I saw the picture. I didn't recognize it. It's another anime character has been recreated as a four-meter statue in Japan. Uh, this, the uh, Trooper from the Armored Trooper Votum's TV series was created for the 150th anniversary of the Japanese Iron and Steel Federation, apparently. In other news, there's an Iron and Steel Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, number 11 is Optimus Prime. Where? Uh, this is a 10-meter tall sculpture that was built for the uh, Beijing Olympic Park. 10 meters. You're talking nonsense to me. Give me feet. <laughs> That would be like 30, about, 35 feet. It's approximately feet. three feet per meter, dude. Yeah. It's about as tall as Optimus Prime would I probably be. I don't need approximates. I need exact. Oh, my God. Here we now, go. Is it the oh. G1 Optimus or is it this new shit? There no, you go. Uh, it looked like the new one. It's been a little scrap oh, metal. Oh, boo. Oh, oh, the poor fan. That's an oh. Optimus crime. <laughs> oh, God. And you got uh, Tintin. Uh, the boy reporter from Hergie's uh, famous comic series, Tintin. Is that still being made into a movie? Uh, it's Steven Spielberg yeah. helming, yeah. Uh, and, and his dog, Snowy, can be found in a statue form in Brussels, Belgium, made of bronze. Uh, it stands inside the Art, Art and Cultural Center and was created by a, scul- a uh, sculpture for the sculptor for the 30th anniversary of the comic strip. The uh, statue was commissioned in 1976, but moved to the Cultural Center in 1990s because of vandalism, Why apparently. Why would you make a movie out of Tintin? The audience that you get that's built in is kind of past its prime on Tintin. Yeah. I would assume it's a labor of love, then, because yeah. St- Spielberg only does labors of love at this point. <laughs> it's the, that, and it's still got a massive following worldwide, and, you know, he's that's figured true. out he can make money anywhere. The international stuff. For Paul, 10 meters is 32.8 <laughs> feet. There you go. Thank you. There you go. And apologies to my Canadian listeners <laughs> for my ignorance <laughs> to your clearly superior system of measurement. They've far since Paul doesn't know what they're talking about. They're still listening. <laughs> they don't. Number fourteen, Mothman. Whoa, no, they did. They did between apparently between uh, 1966, 1967, West Virginia was terrorized by something that's coming to be known as the Mothman. Yes, it's true. It had glowing red eyes. The creature hasn't been seen since the 60s, oh. but capitalizing on its notoriety, the point of the town of Point Pleasant erected a statue of the Mothman in 2002, and in 2003, the park that the statue calls home was renamed Mothman Park. Seriously? Down in the were... park where the mothmen meet, the <laughs> machines play kill by numbers. <laughs> Down in the park with some fabled friends of mine. 
Did they really think the Mothman existed? That's a little... Uh, it's like the Jersey Devil or something? Yeah, it's Jersey like Devil, it. Sasquatch. You're the Jersey yeah. Devil. There you go. Man. Interesting. Uh, number 15, the Enterprise. The Vulcan people, Canada? Yep, Vulcan, Alberta, Canada. Keenly aware of its connection of their town's name, put up a sculpture to attract tourists. In addition to other attractions and a local Star Trek convention, it pulls fans from all over the world. Man, the residents of Vulcan got to be sick of that shit. <laughs> Some you of might them, I'm say sure. it has a tractor beam effect on the tourist dollar. Or I might punch you. <laughs> <laughs> and number 16, Godzilla. Gojira. Of course, there's a statue of Godzilla in Japan. Specifically, this statue resides in uh, Chiyoda, Japan, buried between towers. This statue commemorating the legendary character isn't very big. Actually, it's rather diminutive. How diminutive, Todd? That doesn't say. Oh, fuck. Less than 30 meters. (laughs) (laughs) They should make a Godzilla statue and then make a building out of it. It's three apples high. That'd be terrible. Well, then why not just make a Godzuki statue? Maybe they did. We're just misreading it. That's what it is. (laughs) Like the old cartoon, Saturday morning. (laughs) People don't realize what the best thing about those Godzilla movies was. I have... Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla on fabulous VHS. And the best thing about that movie was not Godzilla, was not Mechagodzilla, but it was the green apes in shitty masks from space. I, I haven't seen this apparently. Oh man. Oh friend. Okay. They got these people in the silver outfits and they got the cheap monkey masks on with green skin. All right. What do you mean? All right, that's it. What the <laughs> green monkey man, green skin. What the hell do you have to do with Godzilla versus well, Clearly, Godzilla? they're from space. That's why Gamera is clearly the better monster. Oh, hell yeah. He's made Gamera of meat. Gamera is full of meat. Gamera <laughs> is really neat. We all love Gamera. And then the green apes went into Paul's bedroom. <laughs> I'm laying there still as a stone because I don't. I know what happens when these green apes get aroused. <laughs> <laughs> And the slightest human movement sends them into fits of ecstasy. <laughs> Why do I feel we're slowly building up to a painful revelation on Paul's part? What? About my time with the monkey fuckers? <laughs> so he closes his eyes, touches the touches the greens. You have green skin. Well, he you claims have a he large had his own nose and you're boat. very hairy. You know what I am. Say it. A monkey man from space. <laughs> it writes itself. I gotta get on this publishing uh, gravy wagon. Uh, you know what? Ninety nine cents a pop. Someone will read it. <laughs> Hell, they, yeah, they will. <laughs> and review it. Yep. And then once I get my monkey novel published, I wait for the sweet slash fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it already sounds like slash fiction. Oh, no, it can get worse. No, when the green monkeys hook up with the werewolf, Barry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Someone's paying attention. Thank you, Kirsten. <laughs> Three fingered gray aliens. <laughs> Do they have slash fiction at Twilight conventions? Of course they do. They have man. lots of it at Guns N' Roses conventions. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Number 17, Peter Pan. Speaking of slash fiction. Yeah, there you go. 
This is located at Kensington Garden in London. This uh, Peter Pan statue was commissioned by J.M. Barry, the man who created the character, uh, put up in 1912. Wow. Uh, a... There was no permission or approval for the statue. It appeared overnight. Oh, wow. The statue has been copied with several other versions existing around the world in Brussels, uh, Newfoundland, uh, Perth, Liverpool, Toronto, and Camden, New Jersey. Camden, so New Jersey? There, okay. There's a Mary Martin statue of her as Peter Pan in uh, Weatherford, Texas. That's where I'm... Is there? Yeah, that's what I was... You have a Mary Martin statue as Peter Pan? As Peter Pan. Wow. Really? Wow. I'm impressed she has a statue. It's androgynous. (laughs) (laughs) And number 18, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Lewis Lewis Carroll's creation of Alice, the Mad Hatter, and White Rabbit has been uh, given sculpture treatment in New York's Central Park. Based on the original book's illustrations by John Tennell... The uh, statue was built in 1959. That's cool. Yeah. And there is your uh, sci-fi slash fantasy statues. Now you've got a, a map to the world and how you're going to. That's right. Where you're so going so plan, plan your pilgrimage now, folks. The first person yeah. to complete that trip gets an ugly couch show t-shirt. <laughs> you have to send pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah. So no, no, in them. no mention of Mount Rushmore, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Someone really dropped the ball. <laughs> or, what or, you've been uh, hearing is revisionist history. Teddy Roosevelt was actually a made-up character. Teddy Robovelt is more like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Teddy Robovelt. Bully. 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 <laughs> What was that? What the hell was that? Didn't you ever watch the Transformers? Don't you know what that sound is supposed to sound like? That's what Teddy Robovelt sounds like. He's uh, not a Transformer. He's Teddy Robovelt, but he was Transformer. You got it. Uh, you knew what the sound was. Sort of, but it was lame. It was like a little autistic kid. It was, it was, look, I know Transformers. He's like Gene Autry trying to well, that's be why a Transformer. Want, that's why he wanted to be president, to yep. get over that whole, you know, he said he's childhood thing. Listen here, Pilgrim. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> hey, John Wayne just turned into a horse. <laughs> now we know why they call him the Rough Rider. Whoa. Pilgrim. I just turned back from a horse into a cowboy. I was lying in my bed. <laughs> I'm lying uh, in my bed. I'm stone, horse I'm stone still. And I hear... Stoned, all right. And I look down. My wiener has transformed into a vajay. I have robo-wiener. What? It's also a vajaytron. More than meets the mouth. Ah. Beware when it goes da 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 because that's flipping over to the other thing. There is a Transformer slash fiction. Does that, that exist? <laughs> yeah. Really? There's a lot about the combiners. Oh man. And the aerial bots. Ooh, there's some aerial bots slash fiction that isn't safe for grandma. If anyone <laughs> listening to this has ever heard of or knows of any Transformers. Slash fiction. Oh, dude. I want to know. Uh, if anyone Send has ever heard of it. Two yeah, comments it, 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 at uglycouchshow.com. I mean, you the got... whole Starscream Megatron thing alone. <laughs> Why do you think they call him Starscream? <laughs> and if you got anything else to say, I know right why. <laughs> comments at ugly couch show.com. 
Write what you know. <laughs> and comments at uglycouchshow.com and friend us on Facebook please and if you do the thousandth person will win the Paul win Paul take him yeah. take him take him off our hands I All right. think we just invited the internet to send a slash fic yes <laughs> SEO that's what it's all about uh. <laughs> we'll take any 80's cartoon slash fiction by the oh, way boy. I'll take no, Gem and the Holograms no, I'll take no, Jason the Wheeled Warriors. You send it, I'll He-Man read it. and Bo. Come on. M-m-m-mask. Mask. <laughs> G.I. Joe. And that's all we've got for this week's Geek Shock. So, uh, till next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm Dr. Vlarg. I'm still getting some parole time. Oh, 80s Jeff. <laughs> Commander K. Just Michael. And the famous Paul, oh. who is not the robot in jail. <laughs> We, we will we will we're famous <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's right we'll talk that's right that's right scoff now out, that's right <laughs> we'll talk to you next week thank you thank you for listening oh my god <laughs> this train just came to a crashing halt <sighs> Oh god, I can't wait to see what I get. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>